We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, I, I, I don't know who that guy is either. Welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome. We've made it to uh, uh, Tuesday. <laughs> it's going to be uh, going to be a very uh, uh, interesting week, and we have some foul weather uh, in the forecast. And when I think of foul, well, when I think of weather and foul, I think of uh, hotshot meteorologist Andy Parker joining us on News Radio 930 WBEN. If you will remember the blizzard of 2022, Andy Parker was uh, he was clanging the bell, he was ringing the siren, he was letting everybody know what was in the forecast days before it happened. And we're not suggesting that what's coming up is going to be as traumatic as the blizzard of 2022. Nonetheless, we have some foulness coming up. And meteorologist Andy Parker, thank you so much, so much for joining us. Uh, what do you what do you see in uh, Andy Parker's crystal ball? Yeah, looking in the crystal ball, it looks pretty icy, Tom. And yeah, this is not going to be blizzard level. This is a different animal. Ice and snow are you handle them completely differently. And what we have coming has the potential to be very impactful. It'd be one of the larger icing events that we've had in recent memory. So this is why when I talk to you, we're going to bang the drum a little harder because it's more than just a thin glaze. The potential for a quarter inch of ice is not a joke. That's where we start to see the branches get encased and the roads get super icy and, uh, and we could even see branches and some power outages. So that's the level that we have the potential for. And uh, we're starting to, as we do, give away and give out the things that we know. And then I can get into the unknowns, and those are the things that are the most scary because they're still out on the table. So the things that we know today is that it does not begin until tomorrow afternoon. We are free and clear, other than the winds that are blowing out there again today. And tomorrow afternoon, the southern tier we'll start to see some light snow. Same thing is going to happen a little bit later, deeper into the afternoon for Buffalo and the North Towns. Now, an ice storm does not come in with the ferocity of a blizzard. You don't have the wall of wind and the blinding snow. What you have is a trickle, and then the trickle goes to a steadier precipitation. So the light snow becomes a little steadier. Then it changes, and you start to get that chunky hunks of slush, either a chunky rain or a, uh, a slushy snow gops, drops from, from the sky. They're huge chunks of slush. And that's the atmosphere changing 
from the snow to the rain. It's blending. And then you start to get into a sleet. That's where you hear the pinging on your car. Have you ever been in your car and you heard sleet? It's a ping. And then usually, usually that's people that, throwing things at it, but <laughs> as you're driving by, right? And then it switches to the stuff where it gets silent and you think, oh, it's just raining. But it's really that's the the freezing rain in there. And then you will switch to the, the rain. So you've got all of those things. And Tom, here's the forecast challenge. All of those things happen within fifty miles from Springville to the shoreline of Lake Ontario. That's the area that we're dealing with from Buffalo all the way to Syracuse. It's that strip along the thruway that's going to be under the gun. Okay. Now, you said that uh, in the afternoon tomorrow, the stuff starts with the, uh, with the light snow in the southern tier. And then by later in the afternoon tomorrow, Buffalo and the North Towns are going to start to feel the effects. And what is, what is the timeline for the rest of this to get really ugly? This is where it gets a little sketchy. But beyond that, the exact switch over time, the southern tier will be the first one to switch into that icy mix. That could be around the dinner hour. And then as we go from maybe 5 to 8 p.m. from the South Towns all the way up to the shoreline of Ontario, that'll be the switch over time for the areas that are going to do that. Now, here's the key. Not everybody switches at the same time. It's actually going to be a line that progresses up. So if you're in West Seneca and you're starting to hear those pings, Folks in the North Towns might still say, if you call them up, well, I, I still see snow here. And it's literally going to change on a mile-by-mile basis. Eventually, deeper into the evening, we're going to see some freezing rain. And it should swallow up all of Niagara County, Orleans, Northern Erie, Genesee, and a chunk of uh, sev- uh, Central Erie County within that swath. Now, when you think about this type of a weather environment, you look straight up. So you're standing out in this and you're looking straight up in the sky wearing goggles so it doesn't hit you in the face. <laughs> and about uh, 2,000 feet up, you're cold. We're going to be below 32 at the surface. Your car thermometers will probably be right there. You go up around uh, 2,000 feet, half a mile, and the temperature goes above freezing. And you start to see it starts as a raindrop and then it falls down and it freezes once it gets into that. Uh, temperature uh, that last 2,000 feet and then starts to hit stuff. And that's when it begins sticking to things and turning into a freezing rain. And that's that's kind of the zone that we're going to be in uh, late Wednesday evening. And then overnight is going to be, uh, I think, the worst time for the freezing rain. And then by Thursday morning, when you wake up, the southern tier will be rain showers only. And some of that rain might make it all the way up to West Seneca and the South Towns. And the north towns up along the shoreline of Ontario, you folks will end up with this icy mix a little later uh, into Thursday morning. And, uh, and all of that happens. Now, Thursday is a freaky day, too. You're going to get 70s in Pennsylvania. No. And you'll have 30s along the shoreline of Ontario. It's a really wild Thursday coming our way. Uh, that sounds pretty incredible. Now, let's, let's talk about uh, the ice. Um, first of all, back in uh, 1976... March 2nd, we had the costliest ice storm on record. I remember that. There was a very thick coating of ice over branches. And I think the next year, in 77, I think we also had another pretty nasty ice storm. But can, can you talk about how thick we believe the ice is going to be and how sure we are in that prediction? All right. Now, the, um, the bulk of the predictions are in the 10th to a quarter. 
and a tenth of an inch when you think about a ruler. I mean, it is a, a tiny amount, but enough to put a, a solid glaze on things. Very manageable. You throw some rock salt on it, and we're all good. You get up to a quarter inch, and that's when you start to see the wires hang a little, the tree branches. If you walk outside, you hear that the eerie creaking, anything that's encased in ice, and there's going to be a breeze as well. Um, so when we get to that amount, that's where that's where things really become a little bit um, more problematic. With the higher potential for power outages, you're going to find more issues on roads freezing, even if they're uh, if they were partially treated. So the high confidence is that a section of Western New York, from around Buffalo up to the shoreline of Ontario, all the way to Syracuse, that swath there, that has that potential to get. Or uh, it's a pretty solid forecast that it's a tenth to a quarter now there's still a couple of chances that if the worst case scenario happens you could get more than a quarter of an inch of ice in those spots but a lot of things would have to go really right or really wrong depending on how you view it for that to happen so while that's still the potential it's a very low potential there's also a chance that a very low chance that this warm air just pushes and shoves all the way to the shoreline ontario and and mitigates that quarter-inch threat and keeps everybody at a tenth. Hmm. But right now, it's a tenth to a quarter. It's a significant enough icing event that if we just buried our heads and didn't speak of it, people are going to get caught off guard. So this is a uh, – we're giving you the heads up. If you can uh, change some plans within that time period, maybe Thursday morning, you can put something off. That's what you want to do. Air travel as well. Airlines hate flying in the freezing rain. Mm. And they're probably going to have this at a couple of different um, uh, uh, airports and hubs. So I would expect that we'll see some delays, if not cancellations, beginning uh, Wednesday evening, depending upon the origin of the uh, flight getting to Buffalo. Uh, talking with meteorologist Andy Parker on News Radio 930 WBEN. But, Andy, the way I figure it, if you're driving, it doesn't make too much difference whether there's a tenth of an inch of ice on the road or if there's three feet of ice on the road. Driving on ice is driving on ice. That is correct. Your car is not going to care whether it's a, a tenth of an inch of glaze or it's a quarter of an inch. Um, you're, you know, even in studs, it's still a difficult situation, and that's when we get uh, a lot of those people kind of misjudging a section of road that looks wet, but it's really icy. And if it's untreated, uh, salt will go a long way. The, the throughway, the majors, they will, they'll turn those into a martini rim, and, and people are going to go. But it's, it's those secondary roads that maybe don't get the salt treatment um, as well as some of the majors that could cause some problems. So, okay, do you, uh, Andy Parker, meteorologist extraordinaire, do you have any uh, uh, anything to say to the school superintendents and highway superintendents and crews of Western New York who may be listening to the program as far as advice, what they might do? Schools have it easy because most of them are on break this week. I don't know if that's a, if it's for everybody. I know a lot of the Erie County schools are, are off. Uh, if you're not, uh, Thursday morning is probably going to be a time where you're going to consider um, either a delay or a cancellation. That's, uh, keep that in mind. Uh, I talked to some folks that do uh, the snow plowing and salting for a living, and, uh, and I asked them specifically. I said, in this situation, are you, is this something you pre-salt for? Do you salt heavier than normal? Uh, how do you kind of mitigate this in a 
parking lot or a driveway. You know, give me some advice for the, the average person out there. And, uh, and what they said is in this situation where they'll pre-salt, pre-salting does work. So you go out and you, you'll throw the salt down and it's on the sidewalk. If you have a salt that has a calcium base to it, that means uh, like a calcium chloride, it'll say on the side of the type of salt you have, that's where it will leave a residue. And that residue continues to work even after uh, there's some rain and some wet. So that's the best type of salt to use in a freezing rain kind of sloppy environment. Uh, that's, that's the advice I can give. So pre-salting your front walkways, your steps, that will have a, a benefit for you. Uh, during the evening on Wednesday. Yes, asking about schools during a week when most are off may be one of the dumbest questions I've ever asked. How about the uh, how about the the throughway uh, crews? Is there any need to close down the throughway or uh, spurs off the throughway? That is a tricky one because I think a lot is going to depend upon how they're able to keep up with the uh, the rate of icing. I think the timing of it is good too. When most of this is occurring, the thruway is going to have its least amount of traffic. So I think that's going to kind of clear the way for the plows to really continue to just go out there and, and, uh, and drop the salt and keep it going. Uh, Thursday morning will be uh, an interesting scenario. But I, I think overnight, if this has to happen, I suppose you'd want an icing event at night where you don't have you know the volume of traffic. And they, they might be able to maintain it to the point where they don't have to uh, close things down. I, I, as I recall, and this is a while back, I, in the 90s, there was some, uh, uh, there were large amounts of closures due to a very heavy ice storm in 90, I think it might have been 90 or 91, and it was Niagara County all the way over to Orleans County, and it was it was a, a third to a half inch of ice, mm. you know, caked on the trees, power outages, and it, it took days. Uh, for that to recover. And that, that was worst-case scenario. This doesn't look like it's going to be that heavy, uh, so I would expect that the, the throughway plows or throughway um, authority will keep this open. Okay, sounds very, very good. And obviously, uh, depending on what people uh, uh, use on their driveway, certain driveways, you got to be careful what you put down on those driveways if uh, you want your driveway or your pavers to last as uh, as long as uh, possible. But from, from what you're saying, Andy, the worst of the weather is going to take place tomorrow night and the early morning hours on Thursday, you say that Thursday morning's commute may be interesting, but not necessarily, if I'm hearing you correctly, not necessarily anything like a disaster. Uh, Areas to the south, it'll be a breeze. Of the north towns, I think when you get up in the morning, that's where we still could, worst case scenario, this is still happening in the morning. Uh, and, And we don't thaw it and, and dry and um, and melt the ice that happened overnight and that's that's still on the table and that's why this is kind of geared towards Niagara County Northern Erie Orleans and Genesee those are the folks that we know when it's starting we know what you're the type of weather you're going to get the time period it's the finish line Tom and when I mention an unknown that's still a good portion of that is the the end time which which place is going to have this go to breakfast which one is going to have it end at 5 a.m it could go to 9 a.m in some of the northern sections so this is not a done deal as far as a finish line we know the starting line we know the middle but it's the finish line that we're still fine-tuning 
very interesting. Uh, meteorologist Andy Parker with us on uh, News Radio 930 WBEN, pre salting things, a good idea. And one of the things that concerns me even more in some ways than driving is walking outside first thing in the morning on your side steps if if you have that kind of a configuration on your house or walking out the front door and the front steps because you know you're half awake you're not really paying attention and if you don't watch it you're going to fall down and clunk your head and it's really going to hurt and there's a lot of bad things that happen on a slip and fall on an icy sidewalk or an icy set of stairs I have an asphalt driveway. I take a garbage bag out Saturday morning sometimes. I'll turn the corner, and that's where it has some exposure to the wind and no sun. And just that wrong turn, you put your your momentum wants to go one way, you're trying to go the other way, and that's when bad things happen. Uh, Absolutely. Well, if – oh, oh, I was going to ask, has the uh, Weather Service started to fly any uh, special weather statements or advisories or anything like that that we need to know of? Uh, What they've done is off the east end of Lake Ontario into the Lake Placid region, Watertown, that's where it's going to be a snow event. That was an easier trigger to pull for them as far as the snow. And I believe what they're waiting on right now, kind of uh, watching what they were thinking, it's they want to try to get the finish line down uh, and, and then put up that advisory so there could be an end time to it. They don't like to issue something with an open end on it. So they're trying to button up the 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 finish line and then also the total and then that's going to go out and I would imagine that's going to get done uh, you know in the next few minutes if not uh, you know hopefully by by news time tonight I would think that that's going to be the the time that they'll do that. Now, the one thing that is going to stay with us for a long time, I think, is uh, the statement put out hours before the blizzard of 22 from the National Weather Service, difficult to impossible travel conditions. I remember saying that over and over and over on Thursday and realizing, you know what, Um, this thing is the real deal. This thing is really going to happen. And they're saying difficult to impossible. So that that needs to be listened to. That is not what they're saying today. I'm reflecting back on the blizzard of 22 back on December 23rd is when it all started. Andy, you've got uh, an interesting little service that people can avail themselves up uh, and it involves your cell phone. Yes, it does. And my number is super easy. I've got a great number. It's 503-503-ANDY, A-N-D-Y. And if you don't want to look that up, it's 2639. So it's 503-2639. Don't call me. Just send me a text like you would anybody else. But just type the word weather. So if you text weather to 503-2639, I'm going to get right back to you with some information. And then if you have a question that you want to ask, maybe you're driving from point A to point B, you've got a doctor's appointment, should I move this, I've got a flight, ask it. Go ahead and ask a question. Text me like you're texting a friend. You've got a meteorologist on speed dial, and it's these situations where we're happy to help people. Well, Andy Parker, uh, much appreciated. Thank you very, very much. And uh, who knows, maybe tomorrow we'll touch base again. Sounds good, Tom. Thank you. Andy Parker joining us on News Radio 930 WBEN. And again, uh, he's in the 716. And what you can do is, and it's a great service he offers. All you do is text the word weather, W E A T H E R, weather. Text that to 503 Andy. 503 Andy. That's 503 2639. 
and he is going to take care of you. Uh, you get a welcome text, and then he uh, will advise you uh, as to everything you need to know as uh, weather conditions uh, do uh, arise. It is uh, coming up on 228 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Some confusion uh, yesterday with the movie show about the uh, Doc Holliday, Val Kilmer line in the movie Tombstone. Um, Val Kilmer's um, memoir, I'm Your Huckleberry Memoir, Val Kilmer. I'm Your Huckleberry. He says it as clear as, as clear as day. Some uh, debates on that yesterday during the show and some nasty emails about it. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust Val Kilmer, the guy whose line it was. Hope I didn't say it wrong. It is uh, 228 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Oh, yeah, speaking of movies, um, we had a, a great show yesterday. Um, we followed up on what we did on Friday in the 5 o'clock hour except it was even better than I thought it was going to be. If you ever, ever, ever need to make your own list of movies that need to be seen, go back, listen to our program from yesterday at WBEN.com, and keep a running list of all of the movies that people suggested as the most perfectest movies of all time. Bad grammar, just making a point. Uh, it was yesterday's show. Check it out and enjoy. 229 News Radio 930 WBEN. I think you're going to like what we have coming up next. Don't go anywhere. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, we want to welcome uh, Josh Schmidt back to Master Control today after uh, taking some time off and uh, recharging the batteries and all that kind of stuff. So welcome back to Josh Schmidt. All right, it is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBE, and we do believe in employing the Amish here, although Josh's beard seems to be, seems to be relatively uh, well-trimmed. Uh, now, the Sabres sneak into the NHL playoffs – going to be interesting to see if uh, Josh lets that beard go and grow and how long it can get in a very short period of time. He's probably going to look like uh, one of those uh, Hayes Brothers cough drop uh, boxes from way back when. Remember, was it Hayes Brothers, a couple of brothers? They, they must have invented these cough drops in the 1880s or something. The 1880s, that was the era of long beards. You go back and you look at the pictures of the presidents from that era, uh, like, uh, let's see, James Garfield, Rutherford B. Hayes, and it just so much hair sprouting from the face. I'm just jealous. I can't do it myself. Never been able to grow a uh, full beard without having it look uh, prepubescent. So just know I'm jealous, Josh. And as I've said on the air many a time, my father 
could have grown a beard had he chosen so to do in about three days. Um, he had extremely dense and uh, fast-growing facial hair. And, uh, I mean, you do, you do too. Uh, I got a lot of sparse areas in mind. Sometimes it's a blessing. Sometimes it's a curse. But always have, always will. I don't think I'm ever going to hit puberty. Um, I, I wait, but it just doesn't seem to ever uh, happen. So this morning, I was looking, and by the way, thanks to uh, Andy Parker for joining us with his meteorological expertise. Um, much appreciated. Uh, and also, uh, Ran into uh, the usual suspects last night at our uh, usual um, Monday night place out. Although I did hold off from having the French onion soup because, oh, I'm very happy to tell you that uh, the uh, cholesterol is like 114. Now, some of you have it under 100, but it's like 114 and all the levels are really really good so i'm happy about that so i got to be doing something right probably not eating french onion soup every single night would be a big part in that so uh, anyway awake this morning and every morning like you i check my cell phone and see okay did anybody text me overnight anybody send me an email overnight all right what pops up in my news feed and for some reason i'm trying to figure out what my phone overheard that prompted this to uh, show up on my cell phone. I think this could be a fun topic. Um, this is from the uh, BuzzFeed uh, people. BuzzFeed. People are sharing things rich people literally have no concept of, and if you are not rich, it's incredibly infuriating. So you got a little bit of class warfare going on here, and you got people uh, that are saying, hey, you rich people, you don't know anything about the struggles I've seen. You rich people, you don't know what it's like to scrape to get by. So I uh, I read this this piece um, on on BuzzFeed, and it's uh, it's really kind of interesting uh, because well let's see, okay, what what bothers people without money about people with money, the exact price of things. You could probably raise the price multiple times on an everyday item and a rich person wouldn't even notice. A poor person, though, would notice when something is five or ten cents more expensive than before. Is that true? Is that is that true? See, the way I, I have to tell you that with gasoline, I've told you this before. I never pay attention to the price of gasoline uh, because all I know is the car is thirsty. It needs fuel. There's a gas station. Okay, it looks like pretty much the same price I've seen anywhere else, more or less. So I'm going to stop and I'm going to fill it up because what am I going to do? Put half a tank of gas in the car and then drive 20 miles so I can save another 50 cents? That just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. So I, I will plead guilty to that on, on gas, and uh, I, I am not to, um, uh, somebody who pays attention to it. I'm trying to figure out they've got a picture of a product here, four for five dollars. It looks like some kind of a some kind of a juice of some kind, maybe ketchup. I'm not 100. percent Okay, something else that uh, rich people um, don't have any conception of, and it drives people without money absolutely crazy. The length to which disposable items can be reused or upcycled. 
Let me give you an example. Growing up, mom would buy one value pack of the cheapest disposable razors and make that pack last years. Can we talk about that? I don't see how that is possible. One pack of the cheapest disposable razors lasting for years? That seems to me to be hyperbole. Maybe you're one of these people who can do it, but every time you shave, you take some of the sharp off the blade. Men, you know that there's nothing like the shave you get from a fresh razor blade. And, hey, given the prices of razor blades, it's a good thing. You get to enjoy that wonderful feeling of a totally smooth body part that you have just shaved with a freshly taken out of the package razor. I doubt that really anybody could take the cheapest um, disposable razors and make a pack last the entire year. I mean, how many are in the pack she's buying? You can see packs that have, what, 30, 40 in them sometimes, the value packs of razors, but you know, typically 5, 10. Uh, a lot of people use, tra uh, use these uh, disposable razors when they travel because they tend to be lightweight. When you're done, you throw them away. You don't really think too much of it. Here's something else. The amazing feeling of joy and relief when you somehow have a little extra money when you're used to pinching pennies all the time. Okay, is, is that a thing with you? The amazing feeling of joy and relief when you somehow have a little extra money when you're used to pinching pennies all the time? Um, number four, this is from uh, BuzzFeed. How long you can really eat stuff past the expiration date? Okay, um, how many of you <laughs> have ever not paid attention to the expiration date on milk? And you take a nice big swig of milk. About 2.1 seconds after it touches your tongue, you find yourself spitting it into the sink. Had a... Uh, Literally had a package of almond milk, chocolate almond milk. Wasn't paying attention to the expiration date at all. Took a mouthful and swallowed. Took another mouthful and realized there are clumps in the chocolate milk. It was severely outdated. So do you eat things after the expiration date? I'm sorry, but I don't think that's a rich person, poor person thing. I think that's kind of a health thing. How many times in your life have you come down with food poisoning? Is food poisoning a lot of fun? No, it is not. Especially when you get things coming out of, uh, well, both ends at the same time. That's not a lot of fun. Food poisoning absolutely sucks. Okay, something that rich people think that poor people know. Or, or the, I'm sorry, the rich people don't think about that poor people know. Name brands don't mean anything. Oh, really? I think name brands do mean something, but it depends on the product. Now, let's just take mustard, for example. Here in western New York, we know of the joy of Weber's horseradish mustard. It has a unique flavor. You're not going to find it in a generic mustard. If you want horseradish mustard, it's got to be Weber's, baby. We know it. Same thing with something we talked about during the football season. 
and that is French onion dip. We know in Buffalo that Bison brand, and this is a brand name, tastes different than any of the store brand ripoffs. In fact, and we're not talking about hanging out with a bunch of rich people here. We're talking about middle-class working squids. We don't like it when somebody doesn't bring Bison brand dip to the football party. That is considered a cheap move. It's got to be bison dip or nothing, baby. And let's talk about brand name medications. How many times have you been given a uh, generic and it doesn't work as well as the brand name? Or it is made with fillers that make you feel not very well? And I'll tell you something, that happened to me on, on one occasion. I forget what it was. But they switched off, I think it was a blood pressure medication, they, they switched it off to a generic, and I never made the connection. But I, I'm realizing, wait a minute, wait a minute, my elbows are sore, the knees are, every joint in my body is sore. What has changed in the past few days? And I realized, wait a minute, they changed the pill I have to take twice a day. So I'm sorry. I think brand names, not always, but they can be important. I don't think that's a snobby, I don't think it's a snobbish thing to say it's got to be Bison brand or nothing at all. Uh, let's see. Now, here's something. Okay, now this, this makes sense. Something that aggravates people without money about people who have money. A need to choose. This is something rich people don't ever go through. A need to choose which bill you're going to pay electricity, phone, or something else. Well, yeah, that makes sense. I'm sure many of you are in that position right now. I've been there myself in other times, and it's not a lot of fun. Budgeting down to the penny, especially if you're deeply in consumer credit card debt. And how many of us have, have not been in consumer credit card debt? It's not a lot of fun. And I got to know the Bank Card Holders of America organization very well because they would put out a list of very low-interest credit cards. So every balance got moved to the lower-interest uh, places because it literally did save hundreds of dollars in interest. Okay, here's something else that's, that's kind of funny. 1,001 ways to prepare a potato, something that poor people know that rich people do not. The excitement of finding a dollar on the ground. Okay, if you don't have a lot of money and you find a dollar on the ground in 2023, is excitement the word? Do, do you really get excited? Because you see people, you ever been in a parking lot and you see pennies all over the parking lot? Nobody wants pennies. Pennies are a pain in the butt. You go to any parking lot in western New York, you're going to find a bunch of pennies all over the place because people think that, uh, you know, they, they, they must have wishing wells in parking lots. I'm not sure. Um, here's something else. Here's what poor people know that rich people do not. What to do if you ever find yourself without money just for a month? Anybody can lose money and become poor, but it feels a bit more safe if you already went through it and know how to survive with as little as possible. Okay, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Here's something else. 
This is what poor people know that rich people will never know. Keeping loose change in a jar, taking it to the bank to cash it in. When it's the end of the month and your bank account is coughing dust, it can be a lifesaver. I submit to you that everybody enjoys that feeling. Don't you enjoy that feeling of opening up the piggy bank or the old cigar box or the old shoe box and seeing all those nickels, quarters, dimes, and pennies all cohabitating and you wonder how much money is in this thing? I think, you know what, I don't care how much money, I think we could probably have some multi-multi-millionaires listening to this program, and I'll bet you that you get excited too, opening up that box of change. There's something about a box of change and not knowing how much money that box of change represents and finally figuring it out. i got to tell you something, I get excited, and don't laugh, I get excited taking the bottles back to the bottle return place because... Many of you probably do the same thing, but I have a very bad habit of putting my empty returnable bottles in garbage bags. And only when I get to about five or six garbage bags do I go to the beverage place and redeem the bottles. And not going to lie, last Sunday, I took them over to Cayuga Road. I couldn't believe I got about $29 back. And it was exciting. Now, that's a lot of bottles that I had to break back. But that is one of the most onerous chores in the world, bringing back bottles, especially if you don't do it every week. They can really pile up. But I don't know. 29 bucks is 29 bucks. I was rather excited by the whole thing. So I did what any good American would do and immediately turned some of that money into shorties. Uh, let's see keeping a few packages of ramen and rice in the house for when times get rough. Well, I think it kind of depends on what you like to eat. Now, ramen, not exactly a low-sodium food. No, you, you got to try to stay away from that if you have certain uh, conditions. Rice, well, many people prefer brown rice to white rice. Um, I think we all, don't we all have things that we keep in the house for when times get rough or when you can't get to the store. Now, for you, it might be ramen noodles. It might be rice. For me, it's canned soup. I've always been a big fan of soup, and I try to get you know the low-sodium, healthier canned soup because sometimes when you can't get to the store, when you just need something warm to fill you up, there's something about canned soup that does it. And I'll give you a little trick. You can make a meal out of canned soup, like chicken rice soup, you put in about half a sleeve of crackers into the soup when it's done, and it basically becomes cracker soup, and it really, you talk about something that'll fill you up, that will fill you up and give you a nice feeling inside. Not going to tell you it's good for your calorie count. So uh, let me just give you one more here for right now. How to get all the peanut butter out of the jar. All right. Um, this is something poor people know that rich people don't, but they don't give any details as to how to get all of the peanut butter out of the jar. Oh, and every last part out of the toothpaste tube. My grandma used to cut open the tube when there was almost none left to use every last drip of toothpaste. Uh, this is all according to BuzzFeed. 
uh, things that, uh, well, the title of the article, you following along at home, people are sharing things rich people literally have no concept of. And if you're not rich, it's incredibly infuriating. Anybody infuriated by any of these things? Anybody relate to any of these things? You want to tell us, like, okay, nobody like nobody likes cheap. You don't like cheap people, right? No, nobody likes cheapskates. Nobody. Everybody likes frugal. Depends on the framing. Depends on the word you use. So I'm just kind of curious if there are things that you do that you think other people could do in order to save money or to appreciate better what they have. And I don't know the trick. I've not watched the YouTube video on how to get all of the peanut butter out of a jar. And there's another thing, too, that goes right along with that. I just mentioned mustard. I'm a big fan of mustard. I love mustard. But when you get the Weber's horseradish mustard in a jar, you open it up. There's always a little bit, enough for a sandwich that you end up throwing out because it's just too, you know, you take the spoon, you take the knife, and there's always those stubborn little clumps of mustard that refuse to come out. And if you let it, it will drive you crazy. So if if you want to share with us some of your frugal techniques or things that aggravate you about people with money not understanding people without money, um, I'm all ears. And I, I don't, to be very honest with you, in 2023, is there anybody who honestly gets excited over finding a dollar bill? on the floor, a $1 bill, you want to excite people, you drop a, you know what, a five. A fiver is always nice. Every now and again, you'll be lucky enough to find a 20. Oh, after a windstorm especially, you keep your eyes open, you're going to find a 20 sometime. But the only time, and I'm thinking back to being a kid, thinking back to being a, a child, that I got really excited over finding a dollar on a floor, was at an ice rink somewhere in the Tonawandas. And I have no idea why, but somebody had dropped an old Morgan silver dollar on the floor of the ice rink. I saw that thing from a mile away. I was like a hawk going in for prey because, to me, that was a beautiful coin. And I couldn't afford to buy one at the coin store. So I saw that thing. I picked it up. And I thought, this is my lucky day. can still remember. It was an 1878 Morgan Silver Dollar, which I think was the first year they were minted. But um, that was excitement. That was a dollar, but it was actually more than a dollar. So I don't know what it takes to excite you. Clearly, it's not pennies because nobody ever picks them up. Even I've, I've seen dimes not picked up. And you know what? Call me cheap. If there's a dime on the ground, I will bend down and pick it up. If there's a nickel on the ground, I will pick it up. A penny, no. But a a nickel or a dime, anything higher, I absolutely pick it up. Because it's just, it's a principle thing. 
But pennies, there's, there's no use for pennies. We should do away with pennies, as far as I'm concerned. All right. It, of course, then they just raise the tax to the nearest nickel. Uh, that's how that would work. All right. 258 at News Radio 930 WBEN. How, how are you frugal? Who is the most frugal person you know? No names, please. But what do they do that makes them frugal? I, I can't imagine cutting open a toothpaste tube to get every last drip of toothpaste out. When you go to the dentist, I, mean, you, you, I don't think you ever have to buy toothpaste. Dentist just gives it to you at the end of the checkup, right? 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. We'll find out your cheap techniques, I mean your frugal techniques, coming up right here. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.